Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Bitch better have my money. Oh God, here it comes. Ha, I forgot. Ha, 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 ha. I, I, I get a kick out of Biden losing his cork too. No, 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 What's wrong with everybody? It's a good alarm. Cracks me up. I got a, you know, people talking about the steroids and the, all that and the home run ball. Got an email that says, you know, Toledo catching a ball from a judge won't be the first time if he catches Aaron Judge's home run. Uh, when he was a kid, the court had the father-son make-a-wish day, and a local judge had to be Toledo's dad. <laughs> oh, that's true. So he had a catch at the father-son By picnic. proxy. So, you know, he'll catch a judge ball again. They proxied in a, a local magistrate. He's caught from a judge before. You my dad? No, I'm the judge that has to do this. Judge can't throw, so he <laughs> handed it down to the constable. There you go. I'm going to play catch with that big-headed boy over there. He's a nice young man. And performance-enhancing uh, drugs, everybody's got an opinion on it. This one's uh, Alan says, well, of course Brady's okay with performance enhancement. Enhancement. We all remember his numbing wipe story for performance. That's right. You used to take numbing wipes so you didn't, uh, you know, lose control so fast. You used to numb her up. And that's performance uh, yeah, enhancement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> These people remember everything, Brady. The numbing wipes because you were out of control. The wind blew and the guy was, ah! Desensitized. What's going on with you? Too much tingling down south. Brain control. None of it. I'm going to lose it. Wahoo! Brady, we're just on a bumpy road. And technically, uh, aren't like Brazilian butt lifts and Botox and fillers and fake boobs? Exactly. They're all performance enhancers. When you put it in terms of performance enhancement. Well, I don't know about performance enhancement. Well, yeah. It's visual because. That enhances performance a lot of times. Uh, yeah, you got something bouncing around where there wasn't anything before. That performance is better. Yeah, I don't know. It should be. I think it is. Uh, we have to say one thing before we get to the KUP deployment. Uh, congratulations to uh, our own Susan Karras. Uh, she's uh, the head lady in charge. She's a, she's a big wig over here. She's, you know. I don't know the official title. They've changed the titles all the time, but she's like in control of all the sales stuff here. And she's been at this for a long time. She's been a manager of like massive uh, communications companies and like she's run regions and done all this stuff. And she is, we are lucky to have her because she is, this job she's got here, Brady, with us is like a, a third of what she could be doing. She likes being here, but she could be 
superstar and for some other place, but this is a good company to work for, and she knows it. And Trip's the same way. Trip could be running all sorts of things, but he's like, I like this. Like, it's fun. Susan was inducted into the uh, Arizona Broadcasters Association Hall of Fame yesterday. Now, we weren't invited to this, you and me and Brett and Toledo. We were told about it. Uh, I've often made fun of this organization as a place that uh, once said Dave Pratt was a quality enough human being to put into their facility, which makes it so I've banned them from my life. And someone asked me the other day, what, are you above it all? Are you above the Hall of Fame honors? And I'm like, no, I'm not above it all. I just don't want to be a member of a group that allows some of the douchebags from radio into that. Radio is filled with them. And basically it's a position for people on the air that if you've managed not to get fired from a city for a long time, you're in the Hall of Fame. doesn't matter if you're any good at it. If you manage to work here for more than 10 years, someone will nominate you and put you in. Uh, I don't want anything to do with it. But Susan is in it, and it's a good thing for people who like that kind of stuff. She loves it. It's a big honor. Mark Curtis went in as well. Yeah. And Susan is, uh, is a great person. We like working with her, and she's amazing. So congratulations to her for this Hall of Fame thing, uh, which I wasn't invited to at all. I remind you, neither were you. Uh, she gets a really cool it. plaid jacket. So it's, right, yeah, they give yeah, it's like yeah. being in the Masters. But the funny thing I thought about yesterday was because uh, I read her introduction. She didn't know that they gave me a script and read the introduction, and I read it, and uh, that was what played. And so I started getting emails from John Jay and Rich, Jim Sharp, all these radio knobs that are at this thing, going, "I hear your voice. Are you here? Are you here?" I'm like, "No, it's recorded. I'd never set foot You're in behind that the curtain, right? I don't want anything to do with uh, the silly pat yourself on the back uh, celebration of, of C students, not necessarily Susan." She's uh, in the management department. Those people deserve it. Us radio knobs, it's a bunch of C students that have found a way to... to yeah, if they can last 10 years in <laughs> right, that. Right, That's an accomplishment. Being a fart joke specialist is not something I ever want to go, boy, I couldn't have done it without Brady. I couldn't have, This is such an honor. My family, thank you for being part of it. No, basically I get up early. That's the hardest part of my day. And a lot of people do. They don't have the construction guy hall of fame, you know? It's silly. We do that like like it's a. It, I don't know. I, I find Maybe it, there is. I find it funny for the on air people. Yeah, the executives that actually keep this thing floating. Sure, but again, Brady, I remind you, we were not invited to this. We were brand liability, even to our own brand. You know what I mean? Like Susan didn't want us at her table. <laughs> she had people that were classy and kind. So I get a text from Susan. Now this day for her yesterday, whew, it went on. I have a feeling it was also her birthday. So oh, I think Susan yeah, was tied one on last night. We're not going to see uh, – she needs some performance enhancements today because I think her and Trip – There'll be and, some Ray-Bans on this There's going to be some sunglasses and some asses dragging in this building because I got a text last night at 11. I'm watching some Dahmer. At 11 o'clock, Susan texts me. Hey. <clears throat> that start – I don't even know how you spell that, but she managed it. Uh, she said, uh, you did uh, me a great honor. Thank you for voicing my video. Very special. It's 11 o'clock. Well, I actually, no, I actually read it at 11 o'clock. It was 4.30. <laughs> but then later, then when I fired back, I said it was the very least I could do. Blah, blah, blah. Nice things, nice things. Then at 11, thank you so very much. Larry told me, asked you to stick to the script. I can only imagine what you were going to say. <laughs> I'm like, oh, boy, I think she's drunk. <laughs> So then I said, no, no, I'm not always a horrible human being. Susan, I wanted to be nice. You, were, you deserve it. Nice honor. I appreciate it. What are you doing up so late? <laughs> well, I'm answering texts, really. My phone keeps dinging. Because <laughs> my Hall of Fame coworker, I think, has tied one on. But congratulations. She deserves it. A good tie on last night. But that's awesome for her. And it's a great thing uh, for executives. I don't like when radio knobs get into that thing. It's like the after party. The Oscars. Oh, there's... I think there was one. This place was a ghost town yesterday because everybody but us was invited to this. Did you notice that there was no one at work yesterday and we were at Hooters for lunch? We got... We didn't get to go. We did get invited. I didn't get As invited. Did you get invited? The the hey, you should come with oh, us. Oh, yeah. I've got, that was no, like Jill's was. birthday last week. Oh, no. We're all... Are you guys going to lunch for... Yeah, if you want to come. And I'm like, no, I don't because this is a crappy invite. You're inviting me because I found out about it. You're not inviting me because you wanted me there. Brand liability amongst the brand. Oh, we don't want these jackasses showing up. I don't know if uh, Neander, Tim, and Mark went. I don't know if uh, Izzy got to go. But I know that us sitting at that table, she'd have looked around and gone, oof, these anchors. 
I gotta go give a speech with these anchors sitting with us. Maybe you. She'd have liked having you there, but I scare people. No. Yeah. You don't think so? Well, that's why you weren't invited too. Yeah. You're brand. I mean, there's you're, a you're reason tied why. to me. Brand liability. But we're still proud to work with her, despite that not being reciprocated. I think. I just heard a choir yesterday. Yeah, they sang, sang happy, happy birthday, birthday to her. and then oh. it was empty. Special day. And then, well, yeah, ten thirty. We're running around trying to get stuff done. I'm like, this, this, what? Was there a gas leak I didn't hear about? No one's here. The place was a ghost town. Someone in a well? Yeah. <laughs> Did the wholesale staff have to get the Timmy out of the well? I didn't even hear the dog barking. But, yeah, he wasn't allowed to go. Brett wasn't allowed to go. We were at Hooters yesterday uh, enjoying lunch and waiting for Brady's calendar to get released. Meanwhile, huge shindig. And you know what they had the nerve to do? Send me photos of Larry and Trip, And like, yeah, what a day. Thanks a lot, gang. But, uh... Enjoy your honor. I think the reason I wasn't invited is because I didn't know she was being inducted into the Hall of Fame. And she was in a room with me and Larry once when I talked about uh, that being a... Yeah, you're not going to want to go there. A, so. yeah, a gaggle of knobs celebrating themselves uh, in radio. And I didn't ever think of the executives that get in. That's a real thing. They have real jobs. But John Jay and Rich and me and Jim Sharp, and uh, that's a room no one wants to be in. And Paul Marshall and all the... Oh, God, radio That people. horrible guy, Tim Hattrick. Oh. He said he was going to nominate me once, and I said, I will come to your house. I'll lob your head off. <laughs> I don't want anything to do with it. Why not? It's an honor. I'm like, you don't get in the Hall of Fame while you're still working. Again, the OJ factor. You don't know. Susan could go off and slaughter some people, and then what? Yeah, they have rules. Aren't you supposed to be dead or yes, out of it for five, five years? years. <laughs> that's exactly. you got to die, and that's an exemption. Like, they put Kobe in immediately because, you know, who right. knew? Uh, but you got to wait five years so you don't goof up and people can assess your... If you're still working, how are you in the Hall of Fame? On the air. Executives, they're like, all right, you've you got to keep working. And how the hell can I be in the Hall of Fame and show up again the next day? Like, like isn't that the least amount of incentive ever to continue your job? Well, I'm already in the Hall of Fame. Mountaintop. Yeah. They yeah. put Dave Niehaus from the Mariners in after he died. Right. The proper way to do a Hall of Fame. Yeah. Same with John Clayton, right? He got in after he died. Right. You don't want the person receiving the honor to know about it. That's the key to the Hall of Fame. If you die, I think that's die, automatic retired. points. That's points. It, well, yeah, but if you die, that's points. You're getting in. Yeah. You know. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. You got Dave Pratt. and Chuck didn't even invite us to that. He got into that thing, too. It's just a, it's a longevity situation. If you've managed to not get fired a lot, you're going to get in. You have to be tied to one thing. but I think Chuck just didn't want you to hear the stories that were no, going to go Chuck, around that building. Chuck said, you don't want to go to this garbage. <laughs> and that was him getting in. That was his big honor, and he called it garbage, and I started laughing. I might have gotten it rubbed off on me by him. Chuck might have been the one that's like, oh, these pinhead idiots. I fired half the room. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Everybody in here, I fired. And that's every speech. Mark Curtis, yesterday I was watching Channel 12, and the sports guy's telling him, hey, what an honor it is to work with you. And I'm like, come on. Does it really change Like now that he's a Hall of Famer? You don't get money. Yes. And there's, then that's for me. That's my problem. Is they don't pay you. It's an upsell. Yeah, they don't pay you more. Like at the Hall of Fame in baseball, you get Hall of Fame money for the rest of your life. Football, too. Like they can't touch OJ's Hall of Fame money. Oscar money. Yeah, you get money for Oscars and things like that. Your price just went up. Here in radio. Well, you know, I'm a Hall of Fame broadcaster. And now. then you start saying stuff like that. I've, I've, like Pat McMahon, you know, as a Hall of Fame broadcaster, don't do that. Don't say that. That's creepy. Introduce yourself as a Hall of Famer. And where is this Hall of Fame? The museum is amazing. <laughs> I don't even know where it is. It used to be a display case See, at Christown Mall. Is that what it was? Is that <laughs> true? Something, no, is it like the radio museum? See, this is radio. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm diminishing the, the moment. Susan deserves it. Executive Trip deserves it. Even for having been here for six or seven years is all. He is at least get his number retired in the building. I look at that. Executive deserve it. Toledo? They they would take you. What? No. You get Larry once in so bad it hurts. Larry. It's an honor. It's gr- Oh, he should. If, if you want in, that's a thing. But yeah. I just like, why don't you just feel good about what you've accomplished? Like, I always look at it like regular people jobs. They don't just all of a sudden stop. Uh, you know, selling insurance over there at State Farm for a day to give the locals a Hall of Fame nod. Like, he's been a great sales, but that's what you're, you're supposed to do good. It's your job. You're supposed to have a job for a while. But it's a tough gig to have a job in for a long time. And especially as what she's done, eh, pff, 
I, I, I haven't done any work compared to her. So congratulations to Susan. I hope she's not awake to hear any of this. So I'm not worried about it. she is trashed still. Headache. Puking all over her house. So the office, I don't know if this is the actual Hall of Fame, but I would assume so. The Dundies? Is on uh, North Central. Oh. I thought you were talking about the show The Office yeah. and they did the Dundies. <laughs> uh, 555 North Central. So it looks like just south of Fillmore on Central. Okay. That's where you go to see all the busts? Mm. <laughs> Do you get a bust? Is there like a Hall of Fame for real? Where you walk through and you see people's pictures in a story, or not that I know. No, I mean, I don't know anything about it. The Arizona Broadcasters membership includes more than 225 radio stations, television stations. We're going to pay to be in it. Members, members. Well, no wonder I'm not doing it. I'm the Arizona Broadcasters, aren't I? I'm automatically in it. Just Would you like to be an Arizona Broadcaster for your uh, I'm gonna email subscription? You. No, I will nominate you. Me? Yeah, because uh, Toledo has worked in this business as a producer. For a very successful morning show for over 17 years. He needs to go Would in. you want to be in it? You probably wouldn't mind. I don't You know. like that kind of stuff. Like Come on. Bob with radio sales. You like the people aspect of it. Um, Not as much as you. I mean, I'm similar to you that I yeah. thought. I feel guilty almost having this job. You know? It's just. I feel guilty when other people who work like. Yeah. I don't. I don't. Sounds bad, but to say like. Rougher jobs come up to us. Jobs that are military work, guys. Right. Like our job's not easy, right. but it's not like physically right. demanding right. at all. That's, that's kind of where I'm getting at. Like military guys come up to us all the time and are like, yeah, "Man, well, what you do is awesome." I'm like, "We do." When I saw Anthony from Eric's Family Barbecue sent me the video of his time in Afghanistan and he moves and a bullet goes yeah. through the thing right by his head and I'm Danny like, Schrader. "Danny Schrader, Danny, Danny's oh the God. man. Danny's amazing." And uh, they look at me and they're like, "Oh, you did a great job." I'm like, it's "Me." <laughs> What do you did? You got shot at. It's terrifying to me. So I just, I, anybody who wants in, that's good. I don't think I would ever want that. And besides, any group that would allow Dave Pratt in the doors as an honoree is a place I don't want to join. It's the old Groucho Marx line. Any club that would accept me as a member is not somewhere I want to be. Cliff Reeves on the board, did you know that? I did not know that. Of the Arizona Broadcasters oh, Association. He's angling. Yeah, they got the whole list here. Trip, he's he's, uh, he's well. No wonder Susan's in. No, that's you can't do that. Does his vote count? He can bring in his own employees. Right? Does he have to abstain? Yeah. I don't know why we weren't invited. He advises. I would have loved to have turned that invitation down at the very least. <laughs> you have to wear a suit. You saw Larry in here in a suit yesterday, all dressed up. And then Susan got drunk and started telling me thanks. I think she's great. I love Susan. She's in my Hall of Fame, Brady, and that's really all she should worry about is the people she works with. Now you got to go sit and talk to Mark Curtis for half an hour about Man, the next time he's going to be so cocky and – Curtis? Yeah, yeah, you golf with him every once in a while. Yeah. I wonder if when he signs the card at the end, he puts HOF after his name now or the bill on the <laughs> – that's, yeah, yeah. you know, that's what I would do. Okay. I would say I'd make a mockery of it. Like every time I'd sign a credit card slip, it would say HOF. <laughs> I might start doing that anyway. <laughs> But there are people who fight for it. Can and you that's, put HOF nom if you've been? Oh, no, 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 no. Just I, I'm not going to. The person behind the counter doesn't know. I, I'm lying. But there are people who will fight for it for themselves to get in the, H, the Hall of Fame. And that's when I don't get Like they'll campaign to get in. And I'm like, it, you can't nominate. You can't do that. You it's very similar to the, um, and maybe you said it, the star, the walk of fame. Oh, yeah. Yep. The it process is. of it. Somebody close to you nominates you, usually when you have a movie or something coming out or a book, and then you pay a huge fee, and then it goes to a committee and they vote to see whether or not you're worth it, or you're, and everybody who's done it is in there. I think Heidi Montag has a star in the Walk of Fame. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that anybody's going Pratt to was the only one that nominated himself. Right. Somehow or another he did that. It's adorable. But it's a nice honor. It is a nice thing. And there's a lot of good people in there, and I just don't want to do it. Because I find... I. I I have never liked the industry of radio so much. <laughs> I just like our job. I really only like this place. I've worked at other places. I've met other people in this business. And, ugh. Insufferable. It's just awful. It's insufferable. Especially the TV people. And then you've got to start knobbing around with them. And you're going to get emails from them. Ah, well, it's getting worse the more I talk about it. Trips even got a quote blurb on the uh, website. A strong broadcast association is a key to elevating the caliber of operations in the entire marketplace. Is it? 
with tools for education, a strong pr- political presence, and attention to the underserved members of our community, the ABA provides wow. necessary tools for all of us to grow. That's a PC The talk. Hubbard organization and family is totally committed to this fine organization. Well, not all of it. I think it's great that they love it. I never, I've never had them call me. I've never needed. I don't know what they do. And now, now I'm feeling like a jerk. Maybe it's like insurance. You don't know you need it until you until need you it. Until you need it. That could be it. But they won't back me up. That's nice. Well, I don't know. It's a nice honor. I just know that the Hall of Fame needs to be for people who have retired. And then what I'm saying is, and Susan will think I'm diminishing her honor, they should be paying her. If you're in the Hall of Fame, you should get like a couple thousand bucks. At least a Rolex out Yeah, you get a, you get a gift and a, you get a kick in. You put me in your Hall of Fame, they, where's, where's then the Then the qualifying payout? would be a lot more stringent. <laughs> right. You're not going to get the Mark Curtis's of the yeah, – Mark deserves it. He's been around for a long yeah. time. But, yeah, you're not going to – it's going to be a lot more stringent. Toledo isn't even an option. Larry said he'd love it. He goes, finally, then people would recognize me. I'm like, everybody, you, you get a check every two weeks. That's Hall of Fame. Uh, well, it's going to cost I you uh, 750 bucks a year to uh, join. To be part of it? Yeah. That's all right. I'll take my paycheck. Actually, no, I'm sorry. It, uh, based on revenue of the station, we were Whoa, really so- priced out. $2,600 a year. No, thanks. I consider uh, Brady being next to me every day my Hall of Fame. <laughs> but it is. I'm calendar here. girl. We're playing. Yeah, he's a calendar girl. Awesome. I mean, pfft. you didn't get your calendar yesterday, but still. No one did. No, they didn't show up. That was the worst part of the calendar release. They didn't have them. It was a little bit of a goof. Allie's favorite part. Yeah, it was a little bit of a goof. But they had <laughs> autographs and people were there. It was crazy. It was packed. But again, this is the worst congratulations I've ever given out in my life. But congratulations, Susan. What an honor. It's a wonderful thing. I think I would rather have people that I work with just say, I love working with her. I think she's an awesome person. So whatever accolades you get on the side, that's that's gravy. But I think she's awesome. I just don't understand how the Hall of Fame works when you're still working. Because what if your performance like diminishes massively over the next few years? Man. Or like you said, something horrible happens. Something terrible happens, and Susan slaughters a guy. Oh, awesome. And then she's in the Hall of Fame, then you got that pickle. Maybe take it away. What if Mark Curtis just loses his mind and just starts cutting heads off? Like around the house, like local neighborhood kids, or you find out he did something terrible, and there he's still working, like he's coming on the air tonight. At least find Abby's head in the duffel bag, (laughs) his wife. Right, you you don't want him lobbing heads off. You got to wait to establish that he's not still coming to work because you can't be in the Hall of Fame and then get fired from the job you're in the Hall of Fame for for head lobbing. They didn't even take OJ out of the Hall of Fame. Yeah, once you're in, you're, you're in. Doesn't matter what you do, That's right? But that was because he'd already established that as a career, and then his next life started lobbing heads off. <laughs> anyway, I find it all so strange. Yeah, Tim Hattrick sat down with me at a bar. I want to do something for you. I'm like what? nominate you for that. I'm like, why? I'm still working. Like, what if I screw up everything? What if I'm terrible from tomorrow on? And then I'm in your Hall of Fame, and you're like, that guy. He was terrible as Latin. Got to retire first. And then maybe consider it. I think they just have to. I think it's a... For on-air people, I don't get it. Because I don't think any of them are that. We're all D students. It's a celebration of farts. (laughs) (laughs) Farts and crank calls. I mean, if that were that. it. Yeah, I've been doing this job basically <laughs> since I was seven. I just haven't been paid for it. If that was it, then I'm right. extremely oh. upset why we weren't nominated. But that's it, Brady. 40 years ago. Farts and crank calls are why you get into the Radio Hall of Fame. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, yeah. Come on. <laughs> Farts and crank calls are eight, eight-year-old mentality. We do that. That's our job. Uh, we do nice things, though. And Brett's out there doing one this morning. Uh, Warner and Signal Butte Road. That's where he's going. That's East Valley. That's way out there. Uh, Warner and Signal Butte Road. He's going to be out there for KUP deployment. This is what it's all about, for real. The real Hall of Fame. 
our dudes wandering around in the in the military gear, ladies and uh, gentlemen who are in our uh, military. And they're out there. We say support the troops. We say it all the time when it seems like they're top of mind. And right now I say KUP deployment. They're like, yeah, but they're not at war. Where are they? They're still out there. 600 of them from Arizona will not be home this holiday season because they're deployed somewhere, not here, uh, away from their families and everything else. They're doing it no matter what. If there's a war, they're out there. We all know about it. If there's not, we just stop thinking about it. We clap for them at football games and you know they'll say support the troops. And like I do that and then you're over it. Well, you can really support the troops and put your money where your mouth is rather than just applaud when they're standing up at the Coyotes game. Uh, and you can drop off a bunch of stuff. Go to 98kupd.com, see the list. Today we're focusing on lip balm. Evidently that's a big problem. Like they don't have that stuff a lot of times when they're out and about. And again, I got emails from people. My son's in Iraq. My daughter's in some place in Poland. I got, uh, they got people all over doing work. And, like, and you know, winter's coming, right. to quote the Game of Thrones. Uh, lip balm's a big thing, and they they request it. These are requests from them. This is just us making up things. This is like, we need lip balm, loads of it. So today, go over there to the Safeway on Warner and Signal Butte. Say hi to Brett and uh, grab some lip balm. We'll focus on that today. Brady's friend just dumped 3,000 razors for uh, the, right? What does yeah. he do? What does this guy do? Uh, he does, uh, he works for a company that, he does deliveries down in Tucson for, I think it's McKesson. Oh, okay. So he's a, you know. But he's got 3,000 razors from companies that he's dealing yeah. with. Oh, okay. And he's dumping those off. That's gold. They always need good razors because they get those military ones, those single-blade awful razors. Get some good ones out there for that. But today, lip balm's the deal. And the troops are everywhere. 98kupd.com is where you go, or you can text the word PAX to 97936. Find out what we need if you can't get out there to Brett. But Brett's going to have some stuff for you as well, and we'll talk to him uh, in a little while when he gets there. Signal Butte and Warner at the Safeway. Uh, it's a pretty great deal, KUP deployment. And on November 11th, we box it all up, we send it out, the troops start sending us letters within a day or so. And it's for all the people who are working their asses off away from home in the military, and at a moment's notice, can be called into the worst situation you could ever imagine. Now that, to me, is a real job of Hall of Fame quality. I'd be like one of them Russian cowards that's going on right now. Break that, my legs. That, that little busting legs, and that line that the satellite... Pictures are catching. Oh, yeah. Because Putin said, I'm going to go ahead and recall a, a lot of uh, citizens. Every man, every in man in Russia. And the line of people trying to get out of Russia, I mean, it might be American propaganda, but there's a road that is just all dudes trying to leave. We're getting videos of guys busting their legs and hands. The one we saw yesterday, I don't know if that was one to keep oh. out, but that was a guy breaking his leg on the stairs to not be drawn into the war in Ukraine because evidently Vlad's going to put Insta draft. everybody in the draft. And the draft is like, and if you don't do it, there's like a ten year sentence. Because yeah. you, you know anybody who deserts or doesn't serve, like they need more people in the gulag there. Or right something. next to Brittany. Right, Brittany's probably going to be shooting for the Russians here pretty soon. But uh, yeah, so that would be me. You say there's an auto draft, and we're fighting a war I don't like. You know, like, and we got to go up to beat up Alberta because that's essentially what this would be. We hate Alberta now. No, we're all going up to kill Albertians. Like, I don't want to do that. That sounds terrible. And Alberta's beaten us. Now, now you have to go. I'm not trained for this. I'm you guys driving. been to Lethbridge? It's not that great. It's the only time I'd be heading to, be to Mexico. Lethbridge. Right. I'd be up in BC. <laughs> we're in British Columbia. We're not fighting them, right? <laughs> so I'd be a coward. So those military guys, you're uh, at the drop of a hat, can be in a terrible spot. That is a, that. All of them are in Hall of Fame. And then actually watching Dahmer last night, I didn't realize that he had uh, served uh, in the military. What? Oh, yeah. I didn't realize yeah, that either. He was a... Like extensively or... Uh, no, they booted him. Oh. He got an uh, honorable discharge because he was drinking, but um, he was That's a, honorable? Well, they, they had an agreement, I think. They don't really <laughs> get that deep into it. I didn't really look into it, but I just I was like, oh, I forgot. He was, so I support all the troops but him. That's one I'm not. I support the troops, but not you. Even Brett. Remember back in the day when Brett hated the troops? Yeah, when Brett was angry at the yeah. troops. <laughs> he didn't want to do anything. It was too early in the morning to do stuff, so Brett didn't support the troops that morning. But then, but uh, Dahmer was, uh, he learned all, uh, this is the worst part about the Dahmer thing, is that he learned most of how to knock people out because oh, he was no. a medical assistant in the military. So he went through and learned about all the things that will put people to sleep. Like roofies and stuff, like all the oh, what does that do? And they show him asking questions. So, which what was the name of that last one again? Oh, the one that uh, incapacitates someone so you can work on them in the field. Yes, that one. (laughs) 
And then she said the name, and he just looks down and starts writing it and looks back up. And then he was also evidently, uh, according to his records, drinking a lot of the blood when he'd take blood from uh, soldiers and stuff. He worked at a plasma center, and he was drinking the blood. Isn't that horrifying? So I support the troops, but not that one. There's always one or two that you don't support. But uh, he's one. But if he went to war, you know, he'd be just as trained and capable. He'd be, I, I want him fighting the enemy. He's going to eat the heart right yeah, out of the exactly. other guy. Yeah, that, that miniseries, is, that's a tough, like, it's a hard watch. It's fun, though, because it's so dark, and it never leaves that tone of darkness. It's crazy. Uh, speaking of things that are uh, unintentionally dark, this uh, Brady was talking about it off the air a little bit. We were laughing because, uh, look, uh, cancel culture is a thing, but sometimes it's necessary. Carnival Cruise Line should be in more trouble for what's going on with this comedian they hired. Uh, they've got this comedian, that Rob O'Reilly, who yeah. uh, a few days ago got in trouble because he's a white guy. But in his act, he just throws the N-word around. And he's not what? like yeah. – But I don't – again, it would be interesting to see how – is he talking about it? Or I'd love to know the it? context. Exactly. But because- Brady – in 2022, if you're still stupid enough to think you're getting away with content By saying it. You're dumb. You're yeah. done. You're done. Yeah. And that's just smarts. Now, maybe he said something like, well, that's not so bad. Louis C.K., 12 years ago, did a great thing about how the N-word makes me think of the real word, so you're actually making me worse. Because when you say N-word, I'm like, yeah, he said it proper, and my brain goes, I know what that word is, and then my, my brain said, and it's a very funny way to say, just say it. The N-word is the same thing. It's like what we always say. It's like it used to be plus-size model. Then it was body positivity. I can kind of see why people have an issue. So, yeah, this dude looks like Yale Country Club <laughs> oh, white guy, yeah. and he's dropping N-bombs. So on, the, and on a Carnival cruise line, right? which I was on a cruise once, and our entertainment was the Carnival cruise singers. And it was the most – it was like Disney would have thrown up at how saucy, sugary this was. Then they had an adult nighttime show. Excuse me? Well, yeah, but it wasn't filthy. But they had couples and like a dating game, and the questions were very dirty. But it was like, all right, this is pretty safe. Nobody at all ever said any cuss words or the N-word or anything on my cruise. So you go you to the comedy the, club. The employees are because those were carnival employees, nobody, right? Nobody was blasting the N-bomb right. on the cruise, employees right. or otherwise. Right. They hire this comedian, and they know his act. Yeah, you have to. And he starts dropping the N-bombs. And Frank and, has to send out a 20-minute thing of, to, to corporate people all the time. So if it's the dirty comedy club and whatever and you want to do it, that's fine. But you still have to be like, hey, we don't want this coming back on us as our employee. No N-bombs. And cuss all you want, but let's not go crazy. So now they're digging up his Twitter and all the stuff. They're trying to bury the guy. And they don't really need to. But he's fired. I want to know what he said i want to know his jokes but he's now they're going back and again this is a lesson to all of you listening that your twitter is not your friend it's the viper in your pocket because 12 years ago he was doing jokes that said uh ski runs are a lot like people i'm afraid of the black ones <laughs> and it's like all right maybe that was funny in 2011 because it's not but now you look terrible oh yeah but if you look like that guy and you squawk out the n-word into a microphone for a crowd no matter if it's uh, I love all N-words, you're, you're done. So his stupidity deserves canceling. Well, he wiped himself off of everything. Oh. His Twitter account's down. Because well, he Instagram's had a down. bunch of really race-based jokes right. on there 12 or 13 years ago. Now, Brady and I were reading them and laughing because we're like, this guy, this is just haunting now. But Twitter isn't your friend. And, and now that he's erased it, people are like, dig deeper. So yep. now they're going to find worse stuff. Uh, the clip is basically well. They after. have this thing called the Internet Time Machine. It's a it's a website that archives oh, like God. like I can go back and find stuff from our old websites from like ninety. Oh sweet Jesus! Or, you know twenty two thousand three. Yeah. They uh we got in trouble once with the media and the worst that we didn't think of this at the time, but we did our bio pictures on the website as mug shots, and boy did that work out great for TV because. <laughs> They're like these guys are a holes, and there we are with our you know profile pics and our mug shots, and it looked like we'd been arrested for the thing that we'd done. And like, oh. and Sheriff Joe's mad, so they're using them. I'm like, oh, we got to get those down immediately. Just the opening line on, um, you know, I just remember Bo. Yeah. You know, being funny right off the right. I love young boys. And, <laughs> right. You know, yeah. the opening like this right. guy is in his their bio, high. Him. His bio yeah. started with I love young boys. 
And so when you're in many, trouble, <laughs> that's not funny. Here's it how is, it is when you're not in trouble. It's hilarious. Oh, his bio exactly. says he loves young boys. But boy, I tell you what, when you're in trouble, in the new, when Ron Hoon says in his bio, he says he likes pedophilia. Like, no, 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 I can't explain it. I can't help. I can't help. Here's how far back the uh, KUPD one goes right now. It goes back to 99. To our websites? Yeah. I don't care to know any of it. No. Delete. But, yeah, I mean, that's why you got to be careful. So if you're dumb enough to be, you know, it, you'd be the picture of cracker in the dictionary, and you go on a carnival cruise and start dropping the N-bomb in 2022. Now, it used to be all right for comedians to do it. Ralphie did it. Louis C.K. did it. If they did it without being mean. Now it's just not okay in any context yeah. at all. And maybe that's been true the whole time, but now we all know it. But boy, I tell it's you what. It's nuclear for your career. <laughs> That's right. It is nuclear. The president was right. It is nuclear. The N word. Oh, you know God. what the N word is? It's <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, that's not it. It is not that. Is it? Are you sure? No, 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 okay. no, 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 no. He had the same one. <laughs> but yeah, this guy should be fired. But Carnival Cruise Line's probably going to get in a little trouble because somebody had to know his act it's not the first time he went out there and started doing his act but man they combed through his twitter and his facebook and they found a few and off we go he's he's done and dead in the water are you looking up old KUPD? Uh, one of our you girls from august of 2001 see eventually old. and that's the thing you it, here's the fun, here's the crappy part about all that back then you girls were on our web page yep uh she wasn't. That was the one that joined us. Yeah, well, right. Yeah. But you girls were on our web page, yeah. right? So that was a thing for a long, long time. And we thought it was okay. Yep. Well, we got permission. We got paid for it. Yeah. Like, it got sponsorship. And we'd get a girl and she'd pose provocatively in our office in the creepiest manner Sponsored ever. Sponsored by Frederick Saholic. <laughs> right. And they'd give her clothes and all sorts of stuff. And now, like in hindsight, today, yeah. parading a girl around in her underpants in our lobby, taking photos of her. And putting it on the website, there's a chance we'd get like in trouble for that. So if you say anything like that, like five years from now, that might not be okay anymore. And they'll go back and say, well, they used to love this stuff, shoving girls' b-holes on their website. They're, they're perverts. But that used to be our most clicked-on thing on the web. Hang on. You, you and then see, some of the girls weren't so this. great, and the clicks fell, and we're like, maybe we've run out of options here. But it is, it is uh, Talbot and Jenna Jameson in <laughs> April of 2001. That's pretty nice. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Until it turns out that hanging out with porn stars is something right. wrong in this puritanical yeah. nation. And the next yep. thing you know, that's on Talbin's thing forever. Will Tick Hartwell ever work again? So you got to hate that Twitter. Go through your Twitter today. It's a lesson every time this happens to go through your Twitter today as innocent as you may think you are and go back 10 years and go, what was I thinking that day? It seemed like a funny joke then, but... You know, it could get to the point someday where the, you know, saying midget is like the worst thing in the world, and you've got it up and down your 2012 feed, and in 2030, they're like, yeah, this guy hated him from jump. He used the M word multiple times. Multiple times. Like, you don't know what's going to change. As a white person, I've always known never to, like, put in print forever and ever the uh, slurs and terrible words. Try to, at least. Now, did somebody tell you about that, teach you not to do that? Uh, probably a black guy <laughs> looked at me like, don't. And I'm like, oh, geez, I think I understand. I get it. I think I picked up on that real quick. I grew up in northwestern Indiana. There's a dividing line, a city called Munster, where north of it is uh, mostly African-American. South of it is mostly dreaded hillbilly, horrible whitey, the worst whiteys you can imagine. And never the two shall intermingle. So Munster's the dividing line. And if you're ever at the store, like they like white people have no problem dropping N bombs on them and the Because that was the description. It was understood. That was the word, the go to word on to describe a person. What a Munster? black person. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it was not it wasn't anything. It was like just it was it came out of the mouths of those miserable hillbillies early. And my grandma was basically the one that said that's terrible. That's just a horrible thing to do. And, and, you know, here, you know, we were at the grocery store once and I heard a guy just flat out say, this guy, 
and the, and then the black guy started fighting back just verbally. But it was he was used to it, and they hated each other for whatever. And I'm like, what's going on? My grandma's like, this is terrible, terrible behavior, terrible words. You don't treat people that way. I'm like, yeah, because it wasn't funny. It was scary. So, you know, that was in the 70s. You don't go up there, Maryville and that, that area. Good Lord. It's probably changed now to be a little bit more hidden because people are getting beat up and deservedly so. But it wasn't uncommon to just blab it out. So I think maybe that, like the fear of getting my ass kicked, that's 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 really the motivation to be a decent person all the time, the fear of getting Always. beaten up. Always. There's plenty of stuff I want to say to people. Hold off. You don't want to get beat up. It's like it's the tactical black. It's the, you know, don't escalate the situation with the things you really are thinking. Give it to yourself. Calm down. Take a breath. That's the whole thing. Take a breath is, is uh, society's way of saying don't say it. <laughs> Take a breath before we both say something we're going to regret. No, 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 yeah. no. <laughs> and, and then, yeah. Hey, keep this in your head at all times. Joe Biden. No, 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 I got words. I got words I want to say to him. No, no, no. Yeah. always take a breath before we both say something stupid. Because we say dumb things. So, But if you're on a carnival cruise line and it's part of your act, and then someone in the crowd says, hey, 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 Robert. Enough with the N-words, and then he's like, ah, if you're offended, get the f*** out. I'm like, oh, well, you're done. He's done. Doubling down. He's done. Because cancel culture is a thing, and it is overblown. Yes. Certain times, though, this guy needs to get whacked. Big time. Dan is emailed in and says, Jesus, John, Munster, Indiana. Ugh. Get shivers. Yeah, I tell you, if you've he been there, you know. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's scary. Oh, and he says, my son is in Greenland right now in the Air Force. Thank you for you uh, helping out. There you go. They're all over the place. But anyway, so the, the Carnival Cruise Line guy's got me laughing. Because basically his stupidity, he kind of deserves to get punched. But again, it's a lesson to all of us. All you idiots who have Twitter and think that it's a good idea to post things all if the time. If your kids are 11, 10 to 15 years old and they have Twitter, just... Yeah. Or TikTok or any of TikTok is the one, and yeah. there, there's a couple others. Snapchat is the evil one. Yeah. I mean, that's – it's not really for spreading crap around, Snapchat is, yeah. but, man, you can pics. get – Yeah, you can get in trouble a lot with that Pretty one. knows. Uh, <laughs> We've been firing dick pics to each other like crazy. Tony is uh, emailed in and says, John, context. What do you mean context? Yeah. Nobody today wants to know what the context of anything is anymore. That's Nobody true. Nobody wants to understand and learn things anymore. Right. All yeah. they want is a headline. You yep. kill the nuance. Nuance is dead. But in this particular situation, it's just it's just stupid. As much as the context could be right. completely out of it, once that gets out, you're done. Yeah. And it could. It's just hard to defend. You're done. You're done. Especially when you're yelling at the person that said that bothered me with "get the f out" if you're easily offended, and then but the the thing nobody's talking about in that video because nobody gets a video of him doing what pissed people off. Uh, the video the phone started rolling when he started to kick the person that was mad out, and when he said, "If you're easily offended, get the f- out," and the crowd went, "Yeah!" So there's a yeah. large group of people and they're going, "Ah, get over it." John, where are you going to go? There's supposed comedians that will say that as the the. The joke or the opener. Look, if you're offended, then sure. But then you if know, ha, you know, then if people don't get Colin Kane says that before right. yeah. everyone. But Colin Kane knows he's handsome. Knows yes. he's a he sets knows he's not dropping n bombs. Right. Yeah. He For knows. Sure. He knows that if he does that, then everything he's done, and you talk about nuance and subtleties, everything he's accomplished that was great is over. It's done. John, I support, and that's changed in the last five years. To be like the end of you, no matter what the yes, context is. At least the last Prior time. to that, people would be like, you shouldn't have done that. And I'm like, oh, I was making a point of this and that. And they're like, hey, you shouldn't have done it. Well, all right, you're probably right. And then you moved on. Now it's you're done. And if you don't learn that lesson now, because maybe there is nuance. Maybe there is a, a brilliant point behind it. But the second you, you – it gets erased the second it, the, the, the irrational mind says, I've heard the word. This is all over. Also, to go to something you support a lot, prejudgment, because that guy, for sure, Yale guy. Yeah, I don't know if he is a Yale guy. I know, but he looks like it. And you're right. So that guy dropping that kind of material is probably going to be a little on a carnival cruise, right? John, I support the (laughs) troops. Where I'm lost on the whole (laughs) thing. The problem is they can't get out. You you don't like get get out. Where am I supposed to go? A life back to my closet of a cabin. Lido. Yeah. Yeah. John, you I get sh- down into the basement of this thing. They're like, oh, for Christ's sake, he won't stop. Back of the boat. All right, enough. John, I support the troops, but I don't respect individuals. Right. So, therefore, I'm thankful 
but there are Dommlers out there. Sure. For instance, I had a boss who joined specifically so he could kill people. He said so many times. Well, those are the guys I want in the military. You do kind of want those. Because <laughs> he's got to kill on the right. Guy. Right, right. Because if you have a desire to kill, I'd rather have you do it there than just out with us. Yeah. I don't want to be. Opportunities yeah, I don't want to be the AMPM going, well, Mitchin's for a kill. I'm like, we need to get you into the military. Like, you seem, that seems to be your calling. If the guy's got the balls to say, I'm doing this so I can finally kill people, oh, good. You've held off long enough in society to not do it. Let's give you an avenue. To get that out of your system. Let's give you the proper targets. <laughs> right. Let's point that gun in the right direction. Right now, it's starting to feel like you're going to a mall. Yeah, I think maybe you should be overseas doing something. They're going to celebrate you over there. Here, you're going to you're going to be infamous. <laughs> Carnival Cruise Line. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage. Rob O'Reilly. We've vetted this one, right? Okay. Just hey, efforts. Hey, what's up? <laughs> okay. <laughs> The frat boy just called us all the N-word. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. <laughs> Carnival Cruise Line immediately, like, we fired him. Like, nice job. Did you audition him at all, or was this just a friendly hire? Nope, just kind of So you're a comedian, eh? I am. All right, you're hired. That's good enough for me. The people on this ARP cruise are very <laughs> upset. Right, and I think of people on my cruise, <laughs> which would have been like my Alaskan cruise that had a little person's convention on it. I mean, it was safe. The whole thing was safe. Now, besides that, routine short. <laughs> see, that's okay. Terrible puns. It's pretty much what we dealt with was there were just bad puns. The only thing I could think of was if this boat goes down. We've got plenty of lifeboats because we can double every like it's like this holds thirteen. I'm like, eh, no, no, it, two. it holds twenty six today. Trust me, <laughs> we're gonna be fine. Couple of the dense ones, probably you're right, but for the most part, these lifeboats are. The first day on the cruise, they put you through the. It was the greatest visual ever. I wish we had cell phone cameras when I went on this thing, because they're like, all right, everybody, you have to go out on the deck and learn what happens. They run you through a little training thing about let's let's all go to our designated areas and learn how to put the life jackets on where your where your you're gonna die today boat is. So you go running off to the side, and I'm like, all right, you're in the G group. You're standing this. Group. It is just me. Megan and a bunch of people about three six. <laughs> this is hilarious. We need one boat. They're running five of them now. You get in this pulley here, and this one comes up and grabs the next batch. I'm like, we need one boat. Don't worry about it. G group is covered. One boat. We'll be fine. In fact, we can take more if you guys want. I felt like uh, Gulliver, just standing in this group of people, and there. And the guy giving the thing was trying to make eye contact, like eye contact with everybody. Just me. And then he'd look down. <laughs> like the poor guy's like, you're the only one that's the same height as me. I'm going to stare at you. Oh, I was giggling like crazy. Didn't learn a thing. If that boat went down, I'd have just used a, a little person as a life jacket and followed him into the boat. <laughs> oh, so fun. But yeah, nobody at any time was trying to be wildly offensive in the comedy area. And everything's pretty sick. Most of the time, was that Eric used to always talk about his cruise had Nelson on it. Like most of the time, the entertainment is so disgustingly uh, safe. Because it's a whole cruise line of pe- old George people. George Cantor. Yeah. Yeah, George Cantor does cruise lines. He's the opener for Frank, and that guy is clean as a whistle. We had uh, promo girls here. Keisha used to go on that metal cruise every yeah. January. That's probably a Meredith, little Meredith, our, our old milk. Well, never mind then. It can get worse. <laughs> yeah. Because her stories are horrifying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Her stories are horrifying. Not, that's not a, a, that wasn't a review of Meredith, but Toledo just did that huck noise. Just of her storytelling. She's got some stories. Yeah, the cruise line. I don't know. It's, it's carnival stuff. And don't say it. And go back today and clear out your Twitter. That joke you told a few years ago about ladies, probably yeah. not going to. Think of Johnny Depp having his tweets and stuff read in a courtroom about burning bodies and having sex with their burnt up corpses. <laughs> Hilarious between he and Paul Bettany from Wimbledon. He, they, they had a time of their lives reading it, <laughs> laughing at that seven or eight years ago. But then when, a, when it's being read in court, if you, any lesson learned about that is, uh, did you say that? Yes, I did. And it was funny to you. At the time, it was. Not now. Hilarious. Not now.
And it was just the greatest realization of, oh, my God, the printed word has no, like, you can't reread it. It's good once. Our text in court. Oh, oh my God. We'd be burned Ouch. like witches in the 1700s. It, it's. Yes, I did. Yes, I did think that was very funny. The John Bonet, it was hilarious to us, but. Did you draw the penis on her? Yes, I did. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You have to understand, we're just trying to shock it, each other. You realize she's she's six. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. But I now did. she'd be 30-something. Right. So. so it's still funny. Little leeway? <laughs> no. Because in your tweet you said, uh, you've never been with a beauty queen before, but you're, all right, I understand. <laughs> it's bad. John, I'm super curious. On your cruise, did the little people get counted as women and children first? I bet you they'd have shown up with lollipops and uh, <laughs> helicopter hats if that boat started to go down. They would have gone for the children road immediately. Suddenly, they don't mind being pointed at. Well, you're like a little kid. Damn right. Nice mustache, son. And then another one wants to know, John, uh, I'm sure this won't surprise you, but uh, I don't know how often you got up to Gary, Indiana. I oh. was at a stop sign with a cop behind me one time. So I made sure to come to a complete stop, check both ways. Cop flashes his lights at me, pulls me over, tells me that this is a place I shouldn't stop unless I have to. So I should just roll through the signs (laughs) until I get the F out of town. Never, (laughs) ever stop your car. I don't care what the signs say and what red lights mean to you. But in Gary, Indiana, that means go. Yeah, Gary's not as – like it's the only reason why is – at least back in the day, they – That's the home of the Jacksons. Right. But everybody understood – in northwest Indiana, not saying it was right, this is our area. I mean, Chicago. This is the Polish section. This is the Jewish section. This is the Chinese. Everybody knew their Cicero. boundaries, and you were up to no good if you left them. That was the, like, if a white guy's wandering around Gary, he was up to no good. Like, they were suspicious, and rightfully so, because what is he doing? That was back then. It's, I don't think it's that way anymore. I think it's more blended, but still. It I is, but every town has its... Section same way. I mean, because it's just people of uh, I don't know, the commonality, right? Really but I'll section. tell you this: in Crown Point, Indiana, where which is right up the road, and I don't know if this is still holding true. There's some money in Crown Point, and they had a lot of help that would come down from the dividing line, and uh, people of color would come, you know, maids or uh, service work and stuff like that. If the lights came on, and you weren't on your bus back, you had to run back to the house you were helping and stay there. And this wasn't that long ago like the if, the if people weren't back in their accepted areas wow on the t- there was trouble because those hillbillies were they were the worst ones the the rednecks that lived in that area and this is stories that i knew from being a little boys like oh if, if somebody who doesn't look just like me is in our neighborhood after seven get out of there something bad's gonna happen potentially the clan was everywhere I mean, they were around. They had, like, functions at, at pancake houses that nobody batted an eye for. It was on the marquee. Welcome, our clan. Like, that's where I grew up. And it was nothing. None of my family members were in it, but none of them, you know. I don't think anybody cared. My grandma did. My grandpa didn't. But they would, like, you know, go to, we can't go to the Waffle House on Saturday. It's got a clan meeting. Oh, yeah. Or we'll go to the place next to it. They were comfortable. Everybody was. It was weird. Got Dan from Indiana in again. He goes, John, I live in Lake Station, Indiana. No I'm idea. Sure where that is. But I drive semi through red lights in Gary, Indiana. <laughs> yeah, still. All right. I don't know. I, and I don't, all right, good. And the people of Gary, they blow through the lights in Maryville, and they probably shouldn't. You should come. That's the opposite for them. You should come to a very strict halt at your stop signs here in our area. It's crazy, but it's not unusual. To uh, to run into people from that area and go, oh yeah, no, I grew up with that too. It's it's awful. So you never know. Like if there was Twitter back then, the things that you would have said, perfectly acceptable amongst your group. Now twenty years later, is bad. Times change, and they should. Twitter doesn't. I don't know why you people want it. Viper in your pocket. How much easier would this Carnival Cruise Line guy's life be had he not tweeted out some of his greatest lines ever ten years ago, twelve years ago? And then he, he when he was eleven, right? When he's, it doesn't matter. I know. He screwed up now. It's like oh, he's always been this way. Oh, you're doomed. There's a track record now that you gave them. I'll never understand social media. I, I only get it for 
pedophiles. That's the only people that I think it benefits. Like I really, like they're the ones who go, oh, look at these little girls dancing. It keeps them away from the real kids. So your teenagers doing the latest TikTok dance and they're folded down sweatpants, shaking their ass like Carly DeMio or whatever her name is. It's like, oh, your 13-year-old's allowed to do that? You know who that helps? The 40-year-old that wants to have sex with kids. So I kind of thank you and your kids for allowing that because it's keeping those guys at bay. Peta TV. Yeah. (laughs) It's the the YouTube for pedos. Well, it keeps me from doing it for realsies. I guess that's okay. Have you checked out ChomoVision? Yeah. Heck, I'm I'm familiar with a a woman who put her kid on that thing to attract older men. Uh, her mom. This works. Then older dudes would show up and mom would get involved. What is going on? She was looking for a meal ticket. Yeah, the world's crazy. Creepy. <laughs> and the Hall of Fame is still a great honor. <laughs> I have to be better about telling them congratulations. I'm terrible at it. Good job, Susan. Great honor. I think she's wonderful. I deal with individuals. I don't deal with groups. She's a, a one person. I'll know what Brett's up in a minute, but in the meantime, what do you got on the big board of musical treats? None of us are actually in it. We thought we, we were part out. of it, yeah. so we can do the drawing. Um, the drawing for the Santa Cruz. For the $14,000 Santa Cruz e-bike that they're giving away. Uh, you can still sign up. Josh told me yesterday there's still a couple of... Of, Spots uh, open. Well, yeah, you can still get it. Like, they haven't maxed out yet, and they're about to. So, uh, if you want to do that, you go to actionrightshop.com and click on that thing. You get a pair of gloves when you get your raffle, and uh, then they're going to do the drawing. We'll, we'll read the name right here. Hopefully, it'll be one of you guys listening, and it'll be pretty awesome. But this is an amazing uh, giveaway. Outstanding. Uh, on the list, we've got uh, Gangster's Paradise, of course. Oh, Julio yeah. Gone. Uh, Electric Cowboy Pump It. Uh, some storm-related stuff, Rocky Like a Hurricane Scorpions and Dio's <laughs> Rainbow in the Dark. <laughs> See, uh, and then that 10 years from now, when people are like, did you play Rocky Like a Hurricane the day after the hurricane when you find <laughs> out like 100,000 people died and we didn't know that yet? Everything is a... Yes, we trick. did. Yes, we did, and I thought it was hilarious at the time, but then I, but I didn't know about the scores of humanity that had passed. <laughs> Vicente suggests Super Beast for uh, all the performance in having... And enhancing baseballers. Yeah. Uh, crawling Lincoln Park, Chimera, I Hate Everyone. Um, more Gangster's Paradise. Rock Me Tonight from Billy Squire. Please play the video with the pink shirt for John yeah. alone. Yeah. It's a great video. He does the dance. Mm-hmm. Should we do a little Coolio? They just found him dead. Yeah. Well, he went, he was at his buddy's house, yeah. went to the bathroom, had a heart attack. Apparently. Is that what happened? Yeah. yeah. That's what they're, yeah. Was it, was there anything else in the performance enhancements in that? Not yet. We can't play Coolio. I don't like that song that much. Not after yesterday with Snoop Dogg. And- yeah, yeah, exactly. We already played the Gangster's Paradise is clean. But- what was the movie that was from? The Michelle Pfeiffer. Te- right. Teachers are. No. Uh, <laughs> teachers are. Teachers are. That's what we're going to go. Teachers are. Life. Brady just said words Education associated with teacher and- people. It was, uh, I don't remember the name of that one, but Gangster's Paradise was the cool part of it. Because Michelle Pfeiffer getting a bunch of inner city kids whipped up is what everybody complains about as the white savior. Dangerous minds. Dangerous minds. That's Dangerous right. teachers. That's right. <laughs> and teachers some and teaching. white savior came in and made all these kids good. That's the first time I ever recognized that whole thing, the white savior complex. I'm like, well, why did this white lady have to come fix everything. And why would they listen to her? Boy, did they. <laughs> she wasn't a threat. I got it when Edward I James. I would have listened to her. Edward James Olmo. I would have too, but we're not inner city kids. Michelle Pfeiffer is not what you drag in front of a group of inner city kids and go, hey, sexy, right? Like, well, she got no ass. Well, <laughs> hold on a second. No, she's got an ass. It's an athletic ass. I like a thick ass. Lady going to try to teach me, man, but have a thick ass. Every time you bring up your uh, cruise with the little people, Jeremy suggests short people. Randy, yeah, I can't do that. I don't know. We can do the scorpions, I suppose. All right. That's a good one. Hurricanes are in the news. Doesn't mean we're happy with it. I was expecting the headline on Coolio. One of the papers would say he's on a fantastic yeah, voyage I know. I know. heading to Gangster's Paradise. Because you're living in the world of pun headlines now. Yeah. I don't know what happened to you. 
It's teenage daughter. It's your tween daughter. I held like, off. Yesterday. I know. I am. Gotta, like, I'm not keep doing away. it. Don't I, do it. I'm like that's, that's growth. The thing that popped into my mind like unbelievable. That's growth, Brady. Stop. You wanting to pun is something you should fight every day. But then sometimes I do pun too. No, you, to you piss you, off. No, you don't do it to piss off. You do it and then you realize not to oh, piss off, yeah. but knowing the groan. <laughs> sure, groan puns, but it's painful. I would rather hear Rob O'Reilly's set in Harlem than have you pun one more time. Uh, but it is hurricane. Everybody's talking about that thing over there, so hopefully everybody's okay. It makes you think of this song, so this is uh, what we're thinking of. You guys brought it on. It's your wake-up song. It's the Scorpions rocking you like a hurricane. It's 98. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.